0: Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's daily mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one with whom I am pleased. Upon whom I have put my spirit, he shall bring forth justice to the nations. Not crying out, not shouting, not making his voice heard in the street. A bruised reed he shall not break, and a smoldering wick he shall not quench. Until he establishes justice on the earth, the coastlands will wait for his teaching. Thus says God, the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spreads out the earth with its crops, who gives breath to its people and spirit to those who walk on it. I, the Lord, have called you for the victory of justice. I have grasped you by the hand. I formed you and set you as a covenant of the people, a light for the nations, to open the eyes of the blind, to bring out prisoners from confinement and from the dungeon of those who live in darkness the word of the lord the lord is my light and my salvation the lord is my light and my salvation whom should i fear the lord is my life's refuge of whom should i be afraid when evildoers come at me to devour my flesh my foes and my enemies themselves stumble and fall Though an army encamp against me, my heart will not fear. Though war be raged upon me, even then will I trust. I believe that I shall see the bounty of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord with courage. Be stout-hearted and wait for the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Six days before Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. They gave a dinner for him there, and Martha served while Lazarus was one of those reclining at table with him. Mary took a liter of costly perfumed oil made from genuine aromatic nard and anointed the feet of Jesus and dried them with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. Then Judas the Iscariot, one of his disciples, and the one who would betray him, said, why was the soil not sold for 300 days' wages and given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief and held the money bag and used to steal the contributions. So Jesus said, Leave her alone. Let her keep this for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you not always have me. The large crowd of the Jews found out that he was there and came, not only because of him, but also to see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. And the chief priests plotted to kill Lazarus too, because many of the Jews were turning away and believing in Jesus because of him. The gospel of the Lord. Why was this oil not sold for 300 days wages and given to the poor? That is Judas Iscariot's only line in John's gospel. Isn't that interesting? And do you really think that if Judas was able to get his hands on that oil, he would have sold it to help the poor? No. According to John, Judas was not too concerned with the poor. Judas was concerned with Judas. Christ, the suffering servant whom Isaiah wrote about centuries before, the one who would open the eyes of the blind and free those who live in darkness, had come back to Bethany for a party. Bethany was a small village on the eastern slope of the Mount of Olives. Just over the hill on the western slope of the Mount of Olives was the Garden of Gethsemane, where five days later Christ would be sold to his enemies For 30 pieces of silver, compliments of Judas. So, Bethany was a very dangerous place to be. The death sentence had already been pronounced on Christ. The Pharisees and the chief priest watched the Jewish countryside flocking to him, especially after he rose Lazarus from the dead a few weeks earlier. If Christ was left unchecked, The people would declare Christ king, start a revolt, and perhaps topple Pontius Pilate. Then the Romans would come in full force and level Jerusalem and the temple and the Jewish nation would end. That, of course, was the political situation, and that is all that the Jewish leaders saw. The politics And the political solution to their dilemma was that one man should die for the nation. And while they were at it, Lazarus should die too. The anointing at the dinner of Christ by Mary involved genuine aromatic nard. See, there were different grades of nard. John wanted us to know that Mary brought out the good stuff, the most expensive kind which brought on the phony objection from Judas. Christ, of course, told him to leave her alone. He probably figured Mary needed the practice. You see, the following week, she would be anointing his corpse. At this stage, most of the apostles probably could not see this, but Judas, being a good earthly financier, foresaw the bankruptcy of Christ's small operation, and from then on, thought of only saving himself. And so, as Bishop Sheen quipped, Mary had emptied the vessel of perfume, but Judas would have filled his bag with money. And consider, it was not Mary so much who was being insulted, it was Christ. Mary spared no expense in showing honor and glory to the body of Christ, the body that would be sacrificed for our sins. We then need to take our cue from the woman with the alabaster jar and not those who taking their cue from Judas tell us to strip our temples of sacred treasures and quote-unquote give it to the poor. No, our churches need beautified and maintained to give honor and glory to our Lord and King because the poor that enter these churches need to see more than just the political situation. We should then spare no expense and get out the good stuff to anoint our suffering servant, the one man who dies for the nation because we need the practice.